0: The opinions of Fred Fower and AJ Hoffman don't reflect the views of GAU Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a GAU Media station. My friends are degenerate. The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
1: And we're back on The Blitz. Our number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Also, get us on The Blitz Facebook page. Find The Blitz, click like, send a message. Aaron likes it, he'll read it. Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is blitzed. At DeGeneres nine seven five. Text the show. You know the number for that. You can uh, also watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN nine seven five. What are the odds? Wednesday, miss the first hour. What are the odds you missed a good hour? Percent one thousand. We're gonna do better this hour. So uh, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, there's odds out on who will be the next Patriots quarterback. I don't. I bet you you wouldn't guess the the favorite. At five to two to be the next New England Patriots. Quarterback. Andy Dalton. And Andy Dalton is eight to one. Okay. Seventh favorite. I'll give you two more tries. Hmm. Dak Prescott. Uh Dakota Prescott does not appear not even on the board. On the board. Yeah. Which I, I which is kind of weird because I have another story I want to get to that has the uh five landing spots for him. And I'm pretty sure one of them was the Patriots, but yeah, he's he's not on the board. So you get one more?
2: I'll I'll throw up a safe one. Cam Newton,
1: uh, five to one, fourth choice.
2: Okay, so he's on the board. He is on well, the board. That's what I was yeah. looking for. Okay, uh, bought me some time. Let's go. Oh, I'll, let me buy myself some more time. Jarrett Stidham,
1: Jarrett Stidham, third choice, four to one. Okay. Damn. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, and eh, not even on Damn. the list. All right. All right, so here here you go. I'm going to go bottom to top. Yimi Garoppolo. Number one, huh? 15 to one. No, I said oh, bottom to oh, top. Oh, bottom to top. Okay. Uh, Brian Hoyer, 12 to one.
2: <laughs> <I'm> at-
1: <laughs> All right. Deshaun Watson, 10 to one. Okay. Andy Dalton, 8 to one, which, you know what? I don't mind that. I don't mind that number on Andy Dalton. Blaine Gabbert, 7 to one. Yuck. Rookie quarterback, 5 to one okay that also makes sense I didn't consider
2: that an option but all right cam
1: Newton five to one Jarrett Stidham, four to one Jacoby Brisket seven to oh, two yeah
2: forgot about that him. makes some sense right
1: yeah. you know send him back to New England your current favorite per sportsbetting.com to be starting quarterback for the New England Patriots Marcus Mariota, five to uh, two I forgot about him yeah well, I wonder why you would forget about him. Well, yeah, it happens. <laughs> Although I think he'll be starting somewhere next year. It, it's funny how it, it's like Jameis Winston suddenly having interest again, and Marcus Mariota having interest again. A guy sits out for a year. You're like, you know what? We might not be so bad off with this guy. Now, am, am
2: I mistaken that Marcus Mariota isn't? a free agent yet
1: he's not but the raiders are looking at trading him because okay. he makes 10 million and okay. they've decided to keep Derek carr okay and it would make some sense if you can, you know you get a third or a fourth round pick for a backup quarterback no i agree
2: yeah i, I was just thinking that because i thought he signed a two-year deal and that's that's what he did sign
1: yeah yeah but it's also a fairly um fairly pricey deal for a backup so and and it makes sense for a lot of teams i also i guess um I'm guessing the Steelers appear to be out of the quarterback derby because...
2: Well, they've got Dwayne Haskins. uh,
1: Well, but apparently uh, (laughs) Roethlisberger met with the the owner and basically agreed they've got to restructure his deal, is what it sounds like, but he wants to play another year. I mean,
2: he came out publicly and said that he was willing to do it. Yeah, yeah,
1: I I don't think there's any issues with that. So, uh, speaking of Dak, if, let's say Dallas doesn't franchise him and he becomes a free agent, uh, Sportsnot did a list of five teams where he might land. Okay, and you tell me, good idea, bad idea, uh, or that's just dumb. Okay, New York Jets.
2: Hold on, what's the name of this? Like, give me the headline again.
1: Uh, Five most ideal Dak Prescott landing spots. Okay, yeah. Okay, no, I get it. I just wanted to make make sure it wasn't going to be like some sort of a trade. No, no, no. It's where he would land if he doesn't sign with the Cowboys. Okay, and you know, I, I mean, also, it's it's one of those clickbait headline so yes but New York Jets is the first team they list
2: uh I mean I would think that if if somehow a lot of people think Dak is Deshaun Light yeah and if you could get Dak without having to give up the haul that it would take to get Deshaun
1: well how about this Cowboys franchise him again and the Jets trade Sam Darnold for him
2: Boy, you'd have to, I mean, I'd have to already have a, like a deal worked out for him to sign long long-term. term. Yeah,
1: I would too. But that's still a hell of a lot cheaper than what you'd have to pay for Deshaun. Yep. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders. No. Yeah, that's a hell, that's a hell no. Man, that, people. I, I don't but, know why people don't think Derek Carr is good. I'd rather have Derek Carr than Dak Prescott. I think I would too. Uh, and.
2: Especially now coming off that injury.
1: But but see the 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 reasoning behind this is stupid says uh the raiders reportedly may remain committed to Derek carr with one big exception they're willing to listen to offers for the three time pro bowl quarterback if it means getting deshaun watson in a separate trade this is a clear indication that las vegas views carr as its quarterback of the present not the future okay so if that one exception is deshaun watson what the hell does dak prescott have to do with that yeah so, and then realistically, Prescott becoming available would change the dynamic in a big way. I I'm sorry, I stick with Carr there.
2: where are the, the Raiders
1: picking in the draft? Uh I think I thought they were like between 10 and 15. Okay. How about this one? This one makes sense. They start. are 17. Oh, <sighs> okay. Yeah, they yeah. Well,
2: they'd have to give up a lot of players and a lot of picks. Yeah. But if, th- if, if Derek Carr got included,
1: yeah, maybe I I I don't think that you're better with Dak Prescott than you are with Derek Carr.
2: The problem, is, no, I'm talking about like uh for the Texans. Like, it,
1: yeah, I I would I would take that deal, but I need to. I mean, I'd still need a bigger haul. I mean, I'd I a want significant. Haul. I want
2: Derek Carr. I want Waller. I want several first round picks. I like, want a couple of defensive lines. The problem is they don't have anybody good on defense. They've yeah. got no usable
1: players from defense. That's what you probably need too. I might take one of your tackles and move Howard to guard. Okay. Um, here's one that makes the most sense to me: Dak to the Chicago Bears.
2: That does make a lot of sense.
1: And then here,
2: because the Bears are pretty close. Yeah, I mean, obviously.
1: Yeah. And then this is just dumb: Dak to the Texans. No, zero chance. And then they also list Dak to the New England Patriots.
2: Well, I won't say zero chance because if if somehow it is the
1: Texans, there's uh, there's no such thing as zero chance. With if
2: they Texas. if they trade Deshaun and then Dak came available. I could see them looking at him. And I wouldn't hate it either if they did. Yeah. But that, this would have to be a separate deal from them already trading right. Deshaun and getting a bunch of draft picks and stuff. And
1: then, you know, again, it depends what you'd have to pay him. I, cause I Because otherwise, if you don't have all the draft
2: picks that you get from, from trading Deshaun, all you're doing is now you've got a new, a lesser Dak Prescott that you're paying the same amount that you were paying Deshaun. Right. And you you've got no way to make your team better. So no thanks. But if you've got three first-round picks and a couple couple pieces coming your way, and now Deshaun's off the books and you can sign Dak and you've got some some capital to build around him. I don't hate it. Yeah,
1: I think the problem is with the cap hit you'd have to take on the Deshaun trade. I don't think you, it wouldn't, afford- be able to, you wouldn't be
2: able to do it this year. Yeah, yeah, it'd no, have to be sense. next
1: year. So uh, I'm not going to say impossible, but highly unlikely. But man, there's a zero chance the Texans make a good move. I, I, that's where I am right now. And until you prove to me otherwise, the highlight so far, hey, they let J.J. Watt go and pick his team. That's the one thing you can look at here, I mean, other than Buddy Howell, and say, oh, you know what? They did the right thing. But that's that's an easy right thing. Yeah. And that's, that's not a right thing that benefited you either. You just benefited him, except you cleared some cap space. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have no no face in this organization whatsoever. As long as as long as Cal is is there and Easterby is is sitting there doing his uh um uh, his puppet act with both of them. Yeah. I mean, just don't see it happening unless uh unless Nick proves that he's not a puppet.
2: Yeah. We'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to that day.
1: Yeah, because I don't really believe it's going to happen. Uh, 713-780-ESPN if you want to get in. 713-780-3776. So we will have Lance Irline today at 530. We'll We'll uh, we'll ask him some of these questions about who, who might be available and uh, get in some draft stuff with him because I know he's working hard, man. He's doing four and five players a day now.
2: Uh, tomorrow we will have at 415, we'll have Joe Lenardi uh bracketologist extraordinaire from ESPN is going to be on our show and Aaron he's going to call us we gave him our guest line number um but Joe Lenardi will join our show at 415 to talk about you know mostly about where where teams are looking like they're going to be seated um you know we'll we'll get we'll get his opinion on on some of the the teams of note around here where he thinks uh is going to land i tend yeah. to think there are three uh where texas is uh where lsu might end up like some things like that so
1: even arkansas we got a few arkansas fans around here. hog fans well of course they probably listen to the other station
2: hog fans are no friends of mine tonight i'll just say that <laughs> so
1: you're going i'm
2: so I'll you're just saying I'll, you're going the other way I'll leave it at that
1: <laughs> alright three seven eight zero. 713-780-ESPN is your number and uh I I want to get into to I've got a couple of non sportsy things to get to. So a little movie stuff. Okay. Next segment, and then we'll get back to football with, with Lance if that's okay with everyone. Oh, I watched a movie last night. What'd you watch? Uh A Vigilante.
2: It's got Olivia Wilde in it.
3: Hmm.
2: Is Olivia Wilde the girl that got naked in that uh that record label show yeah, on HBO? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had the big Merkin on. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got her. Okay, and she's like a uh, a battered wife who's left her, you know, or gotten away from her, uh, her husband.
1: Yeah, I've seen that. I've, I've seen it pop up a few times. I
2: haven't watched it. And she like is, uh, like she just trains herself to go like basically get women out of these bad circumstances. Hmm. It was pretty good, really. I mean, compared to the uh, the little things, which was hmm. wildly
1: disappointing at the end. No, you, you need to watch that. I care a lot.
2: I, I so. My uh, Netflix account is shared with some uh, family.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: T- you can only have two accounts going at once, and two were going. I was like, what the? Heck?
1: We're the ones who pay for this account. Yeah, you, you need to. That's where you need to text somebody and say, turn the damn thing off. Yeah, I want to watch like this.
2: Our parents, who are old people. Yeah. Like, we what else g- are they
1: going to do, though? They're going to watch Netflix. Yeah, I guess so.
2: So we had to go. We we're like, okay, well, let's go find something on Prime. And that's
1: what we found. Oh, I finally did watch uh, WandaVision. Um, I think it's a really clever show. I think maybe it's too clever at times. I think there's a lot of inside baseball going on with that and with the comic books and stuff. But I am enjoying it.
2: I'm also uh, starting a rewatch of Orange is the New Black. Yeah. I, a a I show got that the... I started and then didn't finish. I'm, gonna, I'm starting from the beginning, and I'm going to try to
1: power through it. I... Uh... I, I watched one season and lost interest. It just wasn't for me. There's a lot of boobs. Yeah, but you'd think that'd be good, you yeah, know? It just I, I don't know. I just I found the characters too annoying. It's a little hokier and
2: more of a comedy than.
1: Yeah, it's sort I of a, want it, out of my prison shows. Yeah, you like you like prison sex, but it's a dark comedy, which I, I usually like. But I just think... I didn't see it as being sustainable, and I just kind of lost interest. Fair enough. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97. <laughs> All right.
0: This is The Blitz. Don't you get it! On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
1: And we're back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. Nathan says uh, no true Hog fan can listen to 610 after his fumble costing us a national title.
2: Hey, Bubba, what the hell are you even talking about, man? There's a lot of plays in that game, Bubba. The game don't come down to one play. Anybody who's ever played football will tell you that, man.
1: Ugh. All right. Now, uh,
2: sure, that game seemed like it came down to one play, but listen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, that's uh, bleep happens. Um, So a little movie news. There, everybody's making a big deal out of the Snyder cut, and I, I, I read this long story about it the other day and why it's going to be different. Uh, can I just go on record is the more I read about this, it's going to be four hours. Um, I think people are going to be really disappointed. Oh, that's In, my guess. Too. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it doesn't sound, I mean, the stuff, it sounds like he's adding. It's like, mm, okay. Um, But I, I don't want to say it's going to be a, a failure because that's not fair. Uh, But I think people are building this up to be, endgame or something if you're looking for this to be really good you are going to be disappointed if you're looking for it to just be less sucky than the one that they put out okay yeah so but just just trying to i mean it. i'll watch
2: it i mean I, I i just have no expectations that it's going to be great yeah and that's my move
1: and really when you kind of look at snyder's history other than 300 what has he really done that you go wow that was Way better than I would have expected. I don't know. I mean, Batman versus Superman was okay. Man of Steel was okay. None of those were like, oh, I'm blown away by this. Here here's
2: my question. And maybe this is a question more for uh for Michael Carroll than than me or than you, but like didn't Zack Snyder direct the justice league the first time like what's this well
1: no it, it was is a big mess in that he started directing it and then, then his daughter committed it? suicide and he was really messed up over it and so he pulled out of the project and then somebody else came in and essentially redid it okay and he he claims he's never even watched it oh as, that's as BS. An, yeah
2: 100 yes yeah.
1: but uh it, it, but it's it's you know, apparently he was all excited because they gave him free reign. But when you give somebody like that free reign who really hasn't been all that impressive, do you expect it to be great? Because I sure not can't say don't. bad stuff about him. His kid killed herself. Well, I mean, I you know, and I'm very sympathetic about that, however. And, and a lot of the money for this is going to uh, uh, suicide prevention, which I think is great. That is nice. Uh, so, so props on that. But I don't. I mean, so maybe we should say nice things about it anyway. Well, I'm not. No, because if it sucks. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I, I, as a director, I want to, I want him to be, to impress me. That's all. Is that too much to ask? No, it's not. You also saw that the producer said, when it comes out, you don't want to watch it all in one sitting. You want to watch a little bit of it, pause it, leave, come back eventually, like some, some (laughs) time later. Don't sit there and watch the whole thing all the way through. Have you ever
2: watched a good movie that you didn't want to watch all the way through? Never, like even the Godfather and Godfather yeah. Two, which I know are ridiculously long movies, I like. Once I start it, I just want to sit there and watch it. I like plan out that okay, yeah, you're wa- glued. If I watch this, I'm I'm stuck here for a while. Like, I've never I've never heard of a good movie where you're like, oh yeah, you you'll want to watch this in in separate parts. Like,
1: no, because especially in the in the binge watch world we live in now, like when I get into something, like I want to watch every single one of them.
2: I don't honestly I don't even like that Quentin Tarantino split up the kill Bills. Yeah. Like I want to watch them all at once. I want to I, see I,
1: Bill get killed. And
2: I would have watched that whole movie all at once. I would have been fine
1: with that. Do you want his official quote, which is probably going to turn both of you off even more about it? Go ahead. I'll give you a tip about viewing it. I know a lot of fans are going to want to watch it straight through, but
2: it also has parts. And what HBO Max is able to do is there's going to be a timeline at the bottom where you see the timeline of the thing, there's going to be a little little indentations because each part
1: has a title. And it's kind of thematic. Okay, you know what this sounds like? A kid's movie. Yeah. It's like, here kids, pay attention. Either yeah, that or it sounds kind of like Monty Python where yeah. there's a different chapter. Yeah, but Monty Python's funny. It's well done. Uh, hey, going back to Nathan's question yeah. or Nathan's statement about Arkansas.
2: Did that? Did that fumble cost Arkansas the national championship? Didn't they lose several games that year?
1: Uh I, I don't remember. I just remember he's famous for a fumble. I want to know the answer
2: to that. I know that Mother. Tennessee went on to win the national championship because of that. Hmm. But I didn't I thought Arkansas had more than that, more losses than that. Uh let's talk to Big Mule.
3: Hello, the other Big thing Mule. that guy can do AJ and Fred is the other guy the other thing he could do, AJ and Fred is he can he can stop saying Houston. It's Houston. <laughs> You Arkansas piece of crap. It's Houston with an H. If you ever put it on there, he says Houston, which I don't put it on anymore because Ennis is on, and then you guys are on. So there's really no reason to uh, listen to Houston and Bubba and the guy that lost fifty pounds already. Which I mean, hey, that's good for him. Hey, anyway, Bubba, my Astros take. For you I appreciate guys was,
2: you listening. Hey, Bubba,
3: <laughs> Coors, Coors Light, Bubba, Coors Light. Uh Anyway, uh, my Astros take for you guys was. I know they don't want to go over the, the tax. I was reading today it's 210, and they're right there at 201 or 200. But the, the glaring hole I see is a closer. Presley did not impress me last year. I think he led the, the AL and, and, and blown stage, which I know it wasn't a full season. But I don't see him as their full-time closer. Maybe they're saving that little money for, like, an in-season trade to get a closer because they also had a couple guys that were affordable. Rosenthal was one. There was a couple other guys that – Got one year, $12 million, one year, $13 million that I thought were good gets that you didn't have to commit to um, because, really, we all know that after this year, the Astros probably will remain competitive, but this is going to be the year that they probably can go all in for the last time because then there's going to be guys come off the books and everything. I'd also like to see them get Jackie Bradley Jr. if he comes come down on his price because all I see this Straws guy doing, this Miles Straw, reminds me of Willie Tabaris or James Mouton. He can... If he gets on base by bunting or hit by a pitch, it'll still three bases. But the problem is the average will be like 208, 210. So if that if that guy's going to be a starter, we got to go back to our two day leading off. I'm going to get your thoughts on that.
2: Yeah, I, that's a I, I'm I'm torn on him because I like Miles Straw, but I I worry about Miles Straw being a a, a full time player too. So I, I'm I'm with you on that. As far as signing a, a closer, I. I I don't know. I, I don't know what the what's what's out there even at this point. That I guess there's there's some guys who are older. Uh, they, they, I know the the guy that was like the the prize pig, the Liam Hendricks. Yeah, he got signed and, to the White Sox. I, I
1: know the Astros were interested in him yep. reportedly, just nothing ever happened.
2: Uh, Kirby Yates got signed by the Blue Jays. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, you know what? I'll be honest. I, I don't know a, a ton of, I know Alex Colome. Alex Colome got, he got signed by the twins. I don't know what's left.
1: Well, I think it's got to come from with what you have right now. And maybe at mid season, you make you, a trade. I mean, Roberto Osuna is available. <laughs> yeah. He's still hurt though. Right. He he won't be available for a while. Yeah. But yeah, first off, while Miles straw may not be the answer, I do want to see what he can do given a chance to play the job full-time, not in a short season like we saw last year. And that's why I'm not going to condemn Presley too much for, for last year. Last year it was basically you know, barely a third of a season, and we see guys all the time who go through stretches like that. So when you look at the rest of the lineup, Altuve, Bregman, Brantley, Correa, Alvarez, Gurriel, Tucker, you can fade a, a mile straw. You can bat him near the bottom. And if he turns out to be good, then that's a weapon you haven't had before. And, you know, I, I think that you can find a closer here somewhere. If it's not Presley, maybe it's one of the guys who who doesn't start for you. I mean, they're, they're, and at some point, yeah, if you need to make a trade. Shane Green
2: is available. Um, He was solid in Atlanta. He's 32, though. I mean... I don't know. Like, to me, I I think – I worry that the Astros, that some of the starting pitching they've got coming into this season is kind of phony. Mm. Like, we saw glimpses, but who knows if they can keep it up for a full year. Maybe the best move is to see which one of these guys, which one of these potential starters would be better served in a bullpen role. Yeah. And I've said for a long time, Lance McCullers Jr., I know he doesn't want to do it.
1: No, I think he'd be great as a closer. I think
2: that he'd be the best as a closer because – yeah, pitching one inning at a time is a lot is going to be a lot easier on him, I think, than you know than every fifth day.
1: And I think everybody has to just accept that this is not going to be the team that goes out and adds the best available player at every position anymore, uh, because they're not spending that kind of money. It's just not going to happen. And you don't have Jeff Luno there to do this, so I, I don't know what James Click can do. We really haven't seen anything yet. All right, quick break. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. two five.
0: ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Move over yourself! Real. Let's go! Fun. Sports. Is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman.
1: And we're back on The Blitz. Fred Fowler, A.J. Hoffman, and the star of the station, Lance Airline, uh, At Lance Airline on Twitter. NFL Network, basically demigod of the station, to no, think it's fair. That's not, that's not fair at all. You're the biggest star here. Well, about fourth. I don't
2: think so. Oh, crap. We measure fame by Twitter followers. Actually,
4: I'm going to be on uh, tomorrow morning at about 545 with uh, J. Will, Zubin, J. Williams. That, that's J. Will,
3: Zubin,
2: Keyshawn?
1: That's right. That's right.
4: 545. So, my cache <laughs> just went up.
1: See, here's, here's the difference. He's doing that, and then I'm going to be on with Nate Griffin tomorrow morning.
2: Oh yeah, guys. I'm going to be sleeping. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to drink too much tonight. You you win. Yeah, Uh, we were talking earlier about Devontae Smith. I guess at the Senior Bowl, I I know that you know, like you want guys to tell the truth when you ask them questions, Mm -hmm. but there's sometimes where it seems like the 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 prudent thing to do would just work your way around certain questions. He was asked. Tua or Mac Jones? Who'd you like better? Who asked him this? I don't know. Some reporter. And apparently and he answered? No, a team asked him this. It was a, yeah. a, a, a somebody from a team. Yeah, that makes sense. And he answered apparently, like, firmly and definitively Mac Jones.
4: Yeah, you know, what I find curious, now remember, Mac Jones got him to ball more. Although Tua got him to ball plenty, but <laughs> Mac got him to ball more. What I find curious is, how did that get out? Because teams ask these kind of—teams last ask players that kind of stuff all the time, but it doesn't usually get out. The info. Well, this, Man, this, this is such a snitch ass society. Like, Because—oh,
2: yeah, everybody, you know, everybody's you gotta, a snitch. You know what that you does? You've got to just tell on everything. It hurts Devontae because guess who's got the third pick in the draft? The Dolphins, mm-hmm. who—Tua's their quarterback. And now Tua hears that, and he says— I'm starting
4: to—you know, I'm just starting to get a vibe that it's not— like, Devontae Smith's 170-pound frame is— is just not going to win out over Jamar Chase. The Jamar Chase is going to be the first
2: wide receiver drafted. I, I think he will too. I still don't understand why people don't like Jalen Waddle. I, I think well, I think
4: they do, and I think you are going to hear I saw, a lot more Waddle. I
2: saw Jalen Waddle mocked in like the the low teens. Jalen Waddle is Jalen
4: Waddle is is uh, you know he to me he's a better wide receiver candidate than than Rugs was coming out. I mean mm-hmm. they're the same speed. But Waddle is a better route runner. Waddle's a really good ball winner up in the air, despite the fact that he's not the tallest guy. But, you know, he kind of does some stuff like Tyreek Hill does, honestly. He's got similar speed and goes up and goes and gets the ball, uh, despite not being a real big wide receiver. So, um, yeah, Waddle Waddle deserves that same level of talk. And, and I do think there will be some teams. I mean, the only difference is Devontae Smith is very, very polished. but But he doesn't have – he's fast, but he doesn't have – like, you have to change your defense-type speed. Waddle makes you change your yeah. defense. Um, actually, he and Jamar Chase, both of them, uh, uh, Chase and Smith, they're both fast, but Waddle's just a different kind of guy. Like, you've got to figure out where your safety
2: is. And he's not be. like a, an old Raiders wide receiver that he just runs fast and can't no, play no, wide receiver. No, like, no, he's no. the real deal. Yeah, yeah, he's, a, he's the real deal. He was Coming into the season, he was considered... The best receiver on Alabama's team? No, I thought I thought it was Devontae Smith.
4: Did you? I watched. I watched all of them last year. I thought Devontae was coming out. I actually thought Devontae was the most well-rounded of of Judy Ruggs, and Smith. To me, the best NFL-ready wide receiver last year was Devontae Smith. I loved him last see, I year. I thought it was
2: Waddle. That's yeah, and funny.
4: Waddle to me just ran a lot of real you know gimmicky short stuff, and and this year they allowed him to run a more well-rounded route tree, and I got to see a different waddle, like I saw a legitimate, like, wow, this guy's not just a fast guy in a straight line. This is a, um, this is, this is a real receiver. So he proved something to me and they, he talked about it with this. He, they let him, you know, from an offensive standpoint, he took over one of the wide receiver positions that runs certain routes and it, and it let him shine, you know, it let him show who he was. So um, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't surprise me that much because Tua really benefited from his wide receivers. Now, so did Mac Jones, but Mac Jones throws a more catchable pass, and Mac Jones is actually a little more um, Mac Jones is actually a little more
2: accurate than Tua. And is, I'm too. not I'm not saying he's wrong in saying that. I'm just yeah. saying that getting out now, Tua's on the team that has the third pick in the draft, where probably the first wide receiver goes. It just seems like a maybe a bad time to let
1: that out.
4: Yeah, I don't I, you know I, once again I'm curious how that got out why that got out or if source told Albert time- Breer what's that
1: a source told Albert Breer
4: source told Albert Breer I don't know why Breer would have that out there but maybe that same source wants wants him not to go to maybe Breer, so not to go to the uh the Miami Dolphins maybe that's the case and
2: fall a little bit it seems like the guy whose stock has fallen the, the most at least of the the quarterbacks it, and maybe it's because Zach Wilson's has risen but it seems like Justin Fields isn't mm-hmm. nearly as high as he was a month or two ago. And I was reading today because I was curious why. And I was reading, and there were people who were saying there's a lot of concern amongst teams about his game against Indiana where he threw three picks in a game against Indiana. It was a bad game. Two of game. them against his safety, who I like a lot. A kid named Jamar, uh,
4: Jamar Johnson. But it's
2: like it's crazy how much people will like let one game, one data point mm-hmm. – affect their entire beliefs about a guy. I, I And if he did, if if it was, you know, uh, a guy who played one game against top-level competition his whole career, I'd say, okay, that's reasonable. But, I mean, this guy played in the Big Ten. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's not like this was the only time he played against a, a, a Big Ten team. He just had a bad day. Yeah, in real life, it's more complicated than that. Like, um,
4: you'll see a lot of fans will boil it down to that. Twitter will. You know, in it Reality is, it's the Northwestern game. It's the Indiana game. It wasn't as good the second half. Now I thought he really helped himself out in the, in the postseason, you know, yeah. especially against um, uh, Clemson. I thought he not only in that first half, but then coming back the second half, even
2: though he was hurt and playing the way he did. And it's not his fault they got beat by Alabama. He, he no, I mean, no,
4: no. Yeah, they they just defensively they had no chance. They didn't have a secondary to cover. But um, you know, there's also there's also. Behind the scenes, uh, some some concern that I've heard, uh, not directly from a team, but from somebody who speaks, just from the scouting community inside the NFL. That there's a concern about uh, his his. How I say this, I don't want to overstate it, but just how much he likes to go out and, and have a good time, and is he ready to lead? What's he, a Manziel? Uh, no, not that far, but is he ready to, you know, is he ready to be mature enough to lead a pack of grown men uh, right now? Is he ready to do that? Because if you're not and they're waiting for you to mature and they wait until year three or year four, your contracts. Up, right. And now you got to make tough decisions. So teams, because, because of the fact that, you know, how the contracts are set up and players come into the league younger, it, it's not the end of the world if you're not a real mature, you know, busy, you know, stay-at-home type of guy, but – if it's going to take you a while to mature, you know the questions always ask, "What will a player do with more time and more money on his hands immediately?" Because they will immediately have more time and more money. Will they? You know, are they? And I and I had the, I was fortunate to hear Chris uh, Paul talk to Jarrett Stidham. Uh, Jarrett Stidham was making a decision about going back to Auburn or coming out, and Chris Paul made the comment to him that uh, it was a it was a luncheon, and Ted Johnson was there and had some really great comments for him, and Chris Paul just said, "Look." I had a chance to come out of Wake Forest after my freshman year, and I just realized I was still like too big a fanboy of the players out there. And I wasn't ready and I wasn't ready to do battle against those same guys. And Ted Johnson made the point. If you have to understand, if you're not ready, you're gonna be going into locker rooms with 29, 30 year olds, guys with two kids, three grown kids, man, yeah. guys with who have mortgages, guys who are trying to win rings, guys, you know, all these yeah, grown men. And and If you're not ready to lead those grown men, they will see through you really quickly, and they will not respect you in that locker room. So teams have an – I think there's an an accelerated concern about maturity now because you only have really four years to figure a guy out. And if you're not mature quickly and with the way teams and fans want players to play right away, it's it's a tough mix. I mean, I think it can lead to guys flaming out quicker. We saw it with Dwayne Haskins. Haskins, Haskins hasn't been all in with the football stuff, and he only had one year of college, and it's you know it's really hurt him. Uh, it's not too late for him to try to pull it out of the fire, but it's kind of it, it's tough. I mean, it's gonna be really it's <laughs> yeah. gonna be really tough.
2: Uh, Isaiah Wilson, the the Titans' tackle, like, another guy, you know, the not, guy who wasn't ready, I guess. What but, will you
4: do with more time and more money?
2: With boy, the question asked, well, is there a fix to that? Like for the no, with the Titans, is there a fix? Uh, well, what do you mean? Like I mean, him him tweeting out that his days as a tight no, are done. You're, yeah, like, your,
4: your fix is is admit you made a mistake, get rid of him, and move on, and try to figure out your tackle again. Oh, that's a first round pick last year, and and, and obviously he was already a, a flame-out, like in preseason because we know he had what a DUI, he had COVID, at yeah. party at a high, at a college party, and he considered jumping off a roof. Like who's so gonna, the, gonna the trade assets for, for that guy? No, nobody, nobody, then nobody will. And you know what? I take it back. Somebody might give you like a seventh and not risk anything. But you traded,
2: but, uh, you drafted a guy with a first, and a year later he's worth a seventh. That's bad.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's completely immature. Doesn't hasn't shown any ability to to get it together. And uh, but he is big. He's athletic. He's strong. I mean, I, his days aren't over because those guys people don't look like that. Yeah. Very often. So yeah, I mean, maybe there would be some trade value there, but. Anybody who takes him on is 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 more than likely he's not going to grow up in one year. That's just highly unlikely.
2: Uh, Fred mentioned earlier today that he didn't uh, Deshaun didn't put it out there, but apparently there's three teams that Deshaun is interested in playing for, or he's he's put his list out there of teams he'd be willing to be traded to. Mm-hmm. I've been saying. If Deshaun isn't willing to just waive his no trade clause, I don't want to hear from you anymore. Like just, just yeah, say this is wa- too.
4: This is too few teams. I mean, for for if he's really serious about it, his t- his list needs to be about eight to ten. His list Honestly. should
2: be open to me. Yeah. Uh, well, you're, you can forget that. That's not going to happen. Then I would just say, dude, forget forget playing somewhere else. Yeah. This is it, because it, the sh- the smaller you shrink the market for the guy, the more impossible it is. Yeah. Like I I, I think it should be. If You either want to be here or you don't want to be here. And if you don't want to be here, waive your no trade and we'll find a way to get you out of here. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. just the way it should be. Yeah. So all this three it's, teams, two teams, I don't want to hear about well, that's
4: that. That's not, I mean, that's just simply not enough because the, this Jets thing is just doesn't make sense to me. He's not going to the Jets. You're know, not going to want to go play for Woody Johnson. And on top of that, all the picks that they would have to give up it puts How them in a position be that they can't be better. They'll be this team. I mean the, the I get the Dolphins. The Dolphins I get. The 49ers make a lot of sense because um, I think he wants quality of life stuff too. But you know, so you can you can think about the two coasts. Even the warm Panthers weather. if you I think the Panthers, you know, regionally makes sense and I also think that's a division that's just waiting to be overtaken by by somebody.
2: Well, Matt Ryan's on the way out, Drew Brees is gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's and Tom Brady's, Brady's not didn't, around didn't for much a longer. Time.
4: Yeah, so I actually think the Panthers are a potential up-and-coming team. I really do. Uh, but I think the Saints should be in play. I think that, you know, the Bears should be in play. I think all kinds of teams should be in play. And if Deshaun doesn't want to do that, then um, I don't see a scenario where the Texans just give in and take 65 cents on the dollar. No way. I just don't see it.
1: Lance, uh, the one thing that I was hoping with with the Texans is that Casario would come in and be the adult in the room. So far, I mean, hasn't done a lot other than hire a coach that nobody in their right mind would have thought about hiring. Uh, it, it, from what you hear around the league, is this is this guy as big an idiot as Cal and Easterby, or do you think he can actually do something? No, things? he's
4: pretty respected around the league. I, you know, the big concern for me is that uh, um, Easterby is the one who, you know, uh, I mean, he brought him in, got his contract done, so he's beholden to Jack. Uh, so well
2: oh, kinda of like Bill O'Brien brought Jack Easterby in and then <laughs> Yeah, yeah stuck but a, stuck a big knife in his back.
4: You know, I, I just um I don't know if that's how Nick would work and so as long you know, I just I worry that Jack's not gonna stay out of the way. But no, I don't think East I, I think uh Nick Casario understands how normal football things are supposed to operate. And I think he'll do mostly normal football things and the first one is gonna be he's not just gonna give in and, and let um you know let somebody beat him up from a from the standpoint of uh, a contract negotiations or a trade or whatever he's not going to he's not going to let him the first thing he needs to do is get rid of the guys who are a can't play or b don't love football i mean and this is going to probably take 2 years but you got to just start clearing out that roster that roster there, there's not a lot of guys in there that you have to have there's not a lot of winners in that locker room i don't think i mean not not relative to you know, playmakers who actually make a huge difference. I think there's a lot of replaceable talent. So if you don't love the game, if you're more worried about your Instagram drip, then then go do it somewhere else and go get guys in here who really want to turn this around. And um, uh, it's not going to be an easy fix. It can be done though. I mean, it can be done. Uh, and and but this year is probably just going to be taking care of the back end of the roster and just improving your depth. That's all. It's probably going to be. Um, and and taking your lumps, and if you have to sit Deshaun Watson and take your ass kicking and get a high draft pick, oh well, so be it. So be it. So be it. And if Deshaun, if if a deal comes up that's a really good
2: deal, move him. That's Lance Zerline uh, of the J J Will Keyshawn Zubin and Zerline show yep. on uh, ESPN Radio <laughs> National, and he also does the bench sometimes uh, here on our on our station. Lance, appreciate it, man. We'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, thanks, guys.
1: Jake Asman says the Jets have 19 picks over the next two drafts, can trade Darnold for another second rounder and have the second most cap space to improve. I believe Sala would be a good coach, and they could win with Watson right away with a strong offseason. I don't yeah. think they could win right away. And I don't think you're getting a second for Darnold under any circumstances.
2: Yeah, I, I, I keep, I keep yeah. hearing that, too, a second for Darnold. I, no. I don't believe that's, no. that's in the card,
1: Not unless Bill O'Brien trades for him at Alabama. <laughs> All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5.
0: this is the blitz the blitz ESPN 975 and ESPN 925 real fun sports You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 975. And on ESPN 925. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman.
1: And we're back on the Blitz. Orale. Football's not over. Um at 555, call it a three. 7803 wins a pair of tickets to the State Fair Classic Spring Game at Globe Life Park in Arlington. See, one of the fiercest rivalries in SWAG football history is the Prairie View Panthers take on the Grambling Tigers Saturday, March 13th at Globe Life Park in Arlington. And for the HBCU fans, enjoy a live halftime concert featuring R&B group Drew Hill. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. And all right, let's do a our Jeweler's Gym of the Day. The Gym of the
2: Day. It's the Gym of the Day. The Zadok
1: Jeweler Gym of the Day. Well, I think we have the secret to life. All right. How you can live to be 105 years old, live through the Spanish flu, two world wars, uh, the death of three husbands, a son, and COVID, Lucia de DeClerc, 105 years old, has given us the secret to a long life. Okay. Eating gin-soaked raisins. I don't know. My wife... My wife does that but without raisins. Yeah, and my wife does that without raisins as well. Uh, but our wives are going to outlive us anyway. So um like raisins? Oh my god, you know what just happened? What?
2: Steph Curry just threw up a shot on ESPN and it missed. That never happens. They never put that on TV. What? What? Like a pregame warm-up shot.
1: Why are they even showing I don't know. Well, cuz I guess
2: the the Warriors are on TV tonight. But ah. they, they almost, it's like they edit it out if he misses a shot. They're like, oh, don't show that. We only want to show him swishing. It hit the rim and missed. Great. Sorry to interrupt. That just blew my mind.
1: Okay. uh I don't even know where the hell I was. Anyway, that was your Sadhawk Jewelers Gym of the Day. Gin-soaked raisins. I, I, well, there was more to it, but it's, it, just play the song. <laughs> the gym of the day.
2: It's the gym of the day. The Sadhawk Jewelers Gym of the
1: Day all right so uh next hour we got plenty of cool stuff we can get into uh i have a a new jfk conspiracy theory for you it's dumb but some people might like it i, I also uh have some updates on what it's like when you're uh in quarantine with your partner how it actually counts the more than one year so it's like a uh, dog years it's like dog years oh yes. no yeah and yeah, we got more. The sports. average
2: marriage lasts one quarantine year or seven regular years.
1: Yeah, something like that. Um, did you see uh, Texas Tech got that Oregon Oregon quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Shuck. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a pretty good well, that's pickup the Weirdest
2: one. name. The weirdest way to spell Shuck.
1: Yeah, I, I mean,
2: it's it should be like Shuff or Show. Should be Show. I don't know Shoe. Even. Don't name him after me. I'd even let him go with Shoe, but it's S H O U G H and it's Shuck. He was actually pretty good last year at Oregon, but they kind of they they kind of played some games with him, like kept pulling him out of games. But I mean, they won the Pac twelve last year. I I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know if this is a great move for him.
1: Yeah, goes there, and of course, this isn't the Texas Tech where you could go out and put up five hundred yards a exactly. game either. So yeah, there's no Cliff
2: Kingsbury. There's no Mike Leach. Yeah, we'll see.
1: All right, tell the people about. Uh,
2: all state all state windows and siding let me do it uh guys if you're looking to invest in your home windows is a great place to start uh and one of the reasons why is they pay for themselves uh that that happens uh rarely rarely do you invest in something unless you're about to sell the house this is something that can pay for itself while you're living there the windows look fantastic I, i'm really pleased with how they look the wife loves how they look she got to custom design them how she wanted them to look uh and, and they custom fit them to our ho- our home and guys i'm excited though about the 40 percent i'm saving on my electric bills yes sir so it's energy efficient it looks great why wouldn't you give them a try uh 832-204-1936 they'll come out they'll show you the product they'll if you want them they'll measure and then a couple weeks later they'll they'll be back they'll have them custom built and they'll be back and ready to install and the install is quick and easy 25% off all window packages right now. 832-204-1936 or AllstateSidingAndWindows.com.
0: ESPN 97. Nine, nine, nine,
3: nine,